Hello, welcome to What Nightmares Are Made Of. I'm Marty. <laughs> this is T, and we have a special guest named Demon Dog. You might have heard him. AK, AK Hero, you might hear him. He's currently barking. <laughs> well, not right now, but... He will. Well, we've been a bit MIA, because I was going to school... And Marty was just being Marty. Um, <laughs> and he's back in Albuquerque, and I'm in California, so it's kind of hard to um, communicate because we both have, we, yeah, we both have like different schedules, so <laughs> it's kind of hard. But we're trying to take this time, especially with what's going on in the world right now with the whole yeah. coronavirus quarantine that, thing. Yeah, that happened, and so it kind of hit me like a. All of a sudden, pretty much, because I was actually in Dallas when all of this blew up. So, that's a whole different story. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> we're going to start <laughs> our show today with our haunted locations. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Anyways, our location of the day is the Rancho Los Amigos. If you're from California, especially Southern California, you will most likely know this place because it's a very popular um, Los Angeles location. Um, it's actually located in Downey, California. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> that is one of my hoods. Um, <laughs> It was known as the L.A. County Poor Farm, a refuge for the elderly, homeless, mentally ill, and the disabled. People would work there um, to pretty much kind of like their way of paying their rent. Um, so, oh, hey, demon dog. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> he liked the location, that's why. Um, so it was known as, um, uh, pretty much like this little kind of like farm place in a way. Um, it was open in 1888. It consists of 600 acre property, um, housed thousands of patients at one point being considered its own town before becoming part of Downey in the 1950s. Later renamed Rancho Los Amigos. Um, had a working farm, a craftsman mansion for the superintendent, post office, and at one point it was an army base during World War II and a miniature zoo. It shut down and fell into despair in the 80s, and at one point a group of Marines found a box of mummified legs, brain, and tissue in a freezer during a training exercise in 2006. Faces, um, so this is what it consists of, like, the haunted or, like, paranormal sightings, I guess you can say, is, um, they've seen faces and figures, um, in the windows, and they'll see them kind of move around, um, they've seen also a shape of a man, um, from the window, and then at one point, an elderly man hung himself and people say they see him roaming around the property. Um, funny thing is Marty and I actually went to visit this location back in, what was it, like January? Um, beginning uh, of January. <laughs> was it? Or was it December? 
Oh no, it was January. January. Yeah, it was like end of December, beginning of January. Um, yeah. And I had told unfortunately, Marty, unfortunately, it was closed. It was. It's a closed location. Um, it's a private property. You cannot go into this property. If you do expect to be get be getting arrested, um. I don't know how some people do it, so I advise don't do yeah, it unless. Yeah, I feel like, like a lot of I like a lot of YouTubers. They, you know, I don't know how they get they get into it, but mm-hmm. a, a bunch of my friends have told me like don't the only way of getting in is you know if you jump the fence. But the don't fence don't is, do that, people. By the way, with barbed wire. Yeah, don't do that. We don't want y'all to get arrested and us be blamed for it. So don't do that. Don't okay, listen to uh, Marty. He's crazy. Um, but I was telling Marty, um, when we went to go visit this location that my cousin, when he got married, he actually moved to an apartment complex across the street from it. And they told me that one time they, you know, roamed around and stuff and they were hanging out and it was nighttime and they actually went to this, um, location and they said that they kept seeing like shadows behind the like few trees and they kept seeing like they were poking out like trying to see them and it like freaked them out a little bit and I personally when me and Marty went we didn't see anything it it is very creepy um a lot of the buildings are a bit run down and stuff and it it does look a little bit creepy but it does look like they're using it for something because they're we're like some white canopies so maybe they use a location for movies i don't know but it was creepy we took a few pictures um so um if y'all want to see them which didn't come out on our instagram sorry which didn't come out too good because there it was um during nighttime yeah, mine, um, some of mine came out okay, but it's, I mean, you have to go into the location to get good pictures, but it, you can't. And at one point in certain sections that we saw, there was like double fences. There was like one fence and then like maybe oh, yeah. like 10 feet did, or more, there was like another that. fence. Yeah. It's weird, but... It's remember, remember, remember when we saw the opening? Like there was, we saw a little opening, and we got like, so excited because we were like, "Oh, this is like you can get in." And then we looked further in, and there was another fence with barbed wire around it. So yeah. we were like, "Okay, never mind." Yeah, and I think at some point, like we even like came to the conclusion that like homeless people go through that opening because there's like a few things that kind of look like it belonged to somebody. Um, we didn't see anybody. It was creepy. Um, I will admit. Um, but I think I was more awed by the, the history than the creepiness of it. But, um, it was fun. It was a fun drive. I think it was like the last night that I was there, right? Or something like that. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you left the day after. Yeah, I left really early. It sucks. I want to go back. But anyway, so I know, hopefully if all this goes smoothly, we'll see. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) the next location is the Rives Mansion. It was built in 1911. It's located on the corner of Paramount Boulevard and 3rd Street. It's actually also in Downey, California. It was designed by LA architect 
Nih. Oh my gosh, people, I'm sorry if I butcher this, but it's Nier and Skilling. Um, it was classic Greek revival facade. So the architecture is that type of classic Greek revival facade. Um, <laughs> um, it was built by Dr. or not by him, but it was built for Dr. Burnwell, Edward Rives, and his wife and children. They actually rode across the country on an ox cart after the Civil War to L.A. in 1868. Many people who were struggling after the war moved to the West um, for a fresh start. So if you're a history major, you know about all this cool stuff. Um, Dr. Rives was a pharmacist. He opened Downey's first drugstore. The mansion was built during the Craftsman Movement. The mansion features six bedrooms, three bathrooms, a library, a dance hall, a large water tower that's actually in the back of the house, a parlor, and an elegant dining room, the kitchen, and I thought this was cool, the butler's pantry. What is a butler's pantry? I couldn't really find much on it. And then they also... Yeah, I don't know if the butler had his own pantry. He's like, hmm, what snack am I going to eat today? Hmm, I think I'm going to get cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's where all the butlers go, like, you know, in those movies that we see, and he's like, oh, welcome, and they walk off. He probably went to the pantry, his pantry, and he's like, hmm, what should I eat today? Um, <laughs> the breakfast room is also included, and it seems really, really fancy. I also saw that this property was really, really big. It didn't give me a number, but all the houses that are actually built around it was actually at one point part part of that property. And it's it didn't give me exactly where these houses are located, but there was a few houses that still have the original walnut trees that belonged in that property. And so I did find a few pictures online about this property. It looked really gorgeous. It, to me, if I would have looked at it and not known the location, I would have thought it was somewhere in the south. It was really pretty house, um, really fancy looking. Um, and it's kind of crazy to think that this pharmacist built this house or, you know, pretty much had this house. Um, and of course, once he passed away, it was passed down to his son who... The families who lived in this house had very rich history in the community and part of LA. His son at one point became at one point became a very big like law person. I I'm not into politics even though I'm a history major. I don't know much about that stuff. I don't deal in, in that kind of side of history. Um but he became a big part of the LA County, you know, law people stuff. Anyways, <laughs> So, um, one of the few sightings that I could find about this property, which is kind of surprising because when I was looking up haunted locations in Southern California, this house came up, but there's only two sightings that have been told about this house. Um, also to mention, there's a cool little house in the back. Remember when we were walking around and we saw that little house, apparently it was like their workers quarters or something like that. Um, yeah. But from what I found is that people mention that they'll sometimes see a girl standing at the window with like curly, like, you know, old time, you know, Victorian, not Victorian, more like um, 
early like 1920s more like I don't know how to describe it <laughs> I'm not very good at fashion history but like they will mention she has like those pretty curls type of thing um and people say that it, it was either a maid or somebody that lived in that house that passed away um that's pretty much the only sighting it has never really been documented if it was a maid or if it was a family member but few people have mentioned it was a maid who passed away in that house and the family was very shaken up by that situation um but that's pretty much all i've been able to find so i'm kind of surprised that this house was actually on a lot of websites that you know document like or you know have history on you know haunted locations and stuff like that so that's what i was able to find on this house so i hope you guys like that little nitbit of my history haunted locations <laughs> <laughs> so now, marty you want to take it away black christmas review I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the background the noise. Um, it's okay. It's really windy here. So if y'all hear any like weird rustling or weird noises, it's because it's really, really windy out here in New Mexico. So sorry y'all about that. Okay. Go Marty. What is your review on Black Christmas? Okay. So Black Christmas is a remake of, of a 1974 film. And it's actually the second remake. And to be honest, the second this remake was not great at all. Yeah. It was not good at all. I just sorry, I have my nephew outside trying to get inside. So if you guys hear like the like, like the if you guys hear okay. a child that's in. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so <It's> okay. <laughs> we all have children. We have a lot of viewers this. that probably have kids. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Basically, I didn't like this movie. I think that the acting was not great. I think that the movie was, you know, based upon way too much jump scares. And I don't like a movie where it's where it just relies on jump scares. Because I think that's like, okay, you're either trying to use that mm -hmm. scare factor instead of, like, you know, other stuff. Yeah. So I don't like it for that reason. I thought, you know... I thought they had like like a little political message that they were kind of throwing yeah. at everybody. I'm I totally pretty, agree yeah, with that. I'm pretty sure you, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like I don't mind. I don't. Do you guys hear the, the child in the background screaming? <laughs> he is possessed. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you know, I I don't really mind, you know, politics or anything. Like if you if you believe what you want to believe, I really don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna you know judge you or or anything. However. I came into this theater to watch a horror movie. Or a slasher. That's what I wanted. Yeah. A slasher movie. Because slasher movies are actually my favorite type of genre, type of movie. Yeah, so I didn't know. I just noticed that they were just... Sorry. Okay, so I, I just, like, I don't know. That just the, like, little... Their little um political thing that they had was trying to throw it at. I thought it was, like, really constant. So it was kind of like... Okay, I get it. Like we understand what you're trying to do. No need to like throw it in our faces over and over again in, in almost every other scene. Yeah, for me, it seemed very politically driven. I have nothing against with the whole feminist girl power movement. Don't get me wrong, but you know, typical slashers. It's just you know, it's weird for me. It just gave me 
a weird vibe. I didn't know if I was watching a slasher horror movie or if I was watching a documentary. That's kind of what it felt. Um, right off the bat, we're thrown into a murder scene, um, which is not very typical in some slasher movies. Um, of course, we had the whole feminist vibes, which make made the slasher a little bit lame. I feel like if they would have gone that way, they could have taken a different path. Um, and for me, what made it really corny was the whole frat guy demon possession. What? Like, that was so weird to me. Oh, yeah. And this it made, made no it so lame and weird. Okay. Yeah. I and the trailer, the trailer, the trailer basically gave away everything. Like, oh, what was going on? I actually never saw the trailer and the nippets that I did see. They made it seem kind of like it was just gonna be like a slasher during Christmas time, and I thought it was gonna be more Christmas based. But it took us to a whole like feminist outlook of things, or like not trying to be mean on any groups or anything but like the i think it's called the me too uh movement um yeah anyways um i was not feeling the whole feminist hero against the demon possession feel um this is the reason i hate slashes because sometimes i feel like they don't really have a storyline and they just pick up anything weird and they just make slashers out of it uh there and then the thing is, is that this is by done like by Blumhouse, and Blumhouse does like a lot of good horror movies. You know, they did Insidious, yeah. they did I, Halloween remake. Yeah, I reboot. like. Um, I like a lot of their movies, and it just had like yeah. that girl power. All like I'm all for that sense, but I'm like I don't feel like that was right for this movie. I feel like they could have picked something exactly. And like that, like that, that storyline could have been like its own, <clears throat> its own movie without yeah. like you know, the and, slasher, and that would that would have probably worked out better. But instead, it's like it's like you took the slasher movie, and like, just you know, made it political. Yeah, and I feel like for instance, there was a point where the guy says like, "Oh, is your head hurting? That's because the founder's trying to bring out your alpha out of you." And I was like, "What?" That sounded like the worst pickup line for me. This whole movie was like the worst date you could have had type of movie. Um, <laughs> it was a very sexist movie, I will admit. At one point, you see women hygiene products on a fucking table. Like saying, oh, look at your vagina. Or sorry, uh, your diva cup. And I was like, okay, so you're finding all these girls to kill by putting their hygiene products, their comb, and, like, their tampon in there. Like, what? This, mm, I don't know. It felt like I was watching, at one point, also, I felt like I was watching an adventure movie when all the girls were like, ah, we're gonna beat you up, guys. And I was like, wait, are we watching a superhero movie? That, I don't know. This was the worst movie ever. I'm sorry. Yeah, not not a great movie at all. So my suggestion is watch <laughs> the original and the 2006 remake and just skip this one. Yeah, I I feel like now like all these horror movie companies are 
running out of ideas and they're remaking movies and making them very political when horror movies slasher movies are meant to scare you and tell you hmm maybe i don't want to go to camp blah 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 and get murdered this summer no now it's like oh no is that frat house gonna have possessed guys and i won't be able to sleep with them I'm sorry. I had to throw that in there. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that movie. Thanks for telling me to watch okay. it. It ruined my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All sorry. right, moving on. Um, Polaroid. <laughs> Another failure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Polaroid. Wait, so Polaroid actually had an originally theatrical release. I think it was like two years ago, but something happened with like the whole um. Harvey Weinstein um, situation, and they guess it got held back. And, um, yeah. you know, they barely just released this on, on Netflix. I think this movie was made, like, in 2017. <clears throat> but basically, the premise, it's like an episode of Goosebumps, of the Say Cheese and Die one. It's like, you, it's like yeah. you have the main character, you take a picture of somebody, and then the ghost of, the ghost that possessed, that possessed the camera kills that mm-hmm. person. So, I mean, I felt like it would have it worked. Mm-hmm. It would have worked, but I don't know. Like, it just, sorry about that. See, even Demon Dog is agreeing with us. It was a horrible movie. It was not even worth your time, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> for me personally, I thought it had a very good idea, concept, etc. Um, the only thing is, that, of course, the typical bullied girl, weird, awkward whole storyline once again with the tragic you know death in her family i feel like we kind of have to move away from that a little bit but i feel like every movie mm-hmm. does the same thing um why are all and the then it ha- felt like it, it felt like um it felt kind of like felt like final destination and the rain yeah like my thing is like why are all the houses lit up so poorly Right. Like, like at one point the parties like it's funny when they're all at the party for the Halloween thing sorry for you know spoiling it for some of y'all yeah they go to parties um there was a time where they're like all hanging out and like the house is all lit up once everybody leaves all of a sudden the house is so dark and I'm like what that doesn't make sense wasn't it like all lit up two seconds ago um mm-hmm. That, to me, kind of annoyed me because the way my TV is positioned in my house, it makes it hard to see. So I had to, like, literally try to shut all the light out to be able to see what I was seeing because I couldn't make out things. That annoyed me. Um, And I feel like it was, like, it could have been dim, but not overly dark. Um, And how did she so quickly figure out, oh, my God. This camera is killing all my friends. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> that was annoying. Like, she figured that out in literally, like, five minutes of the movie. That the camera was killing all her friends. And I was like, girl, you should be a detective. Cause she was good at it. And that kind of annoyed me. Because then all of her friends, like, turned on her quickly and hated her all of a sudden. After, like, one of the girls got murdered. And I was like, what? 
Why are they, like, being so uh-huh. spiteful instead of trying to figure this out? Um, the other thing it was the creatures, like, the creature thing or whatever. Like, that thing looked like a melting mannequin. Did you notice that? It did. <laughs> I was it like... Kinda like from, it kind of looked like the creature from, um, for some movie, uh, Lights Out. And it also kind of gave me, like, um, scary stories to tell in the dark vibe. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that monster thing or whatever was not frightening at all. It looked like a melting mannequin. It was annoying. Uh, and it was just, like, the typical story of, like, oh, let's try killing the creature by killing its source first type of thing. And, of course, that didn't help. It blew up in their faces, and then obviously she figures out, hey, let me take a picture of him. Of course, she has her fingers in the picture. Sorry for giving you guys some of the spoilers. And she ends up getting herself hurt, and then she crumbles the picture, and pretty much that destroys it for some meantime. But then she has to burn the picture to get rid of it. It was kind of typical. And... Uh, I I don't know this. Um, this movie, honestly, I don't recommend. I don't recommend it. Yeah. it like, I remember I saw the trailer for it in theaters two years ago when it was originally planning to go to theaters and thought to myself, okay, this looks really good. And then the the release they kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And finally, it just got released on on Netflix. So honestly, just skip this. <laughs> It was not good at all. Like, for me, the other thing, too, it wasn't that scary. Like, I caught myself a few times kind of spacing out and not really paying attention to it. But that was Uh just me because I didn't find it that scary. Or, you know how there's some that are, like, cheesy, but they still scare you. And this one didn't do that for me at all. I didn't like it. It was Mm -hmm. not good. I don't recommend it unless... You're really, really, really scared. So. Yeah, not, not worth the time. <laughs> yeah. Alright, on to movie review number three. Bum, bum, bum. Um, what movie was it again? <laughs> my Valentine from In the Dark oh, my, Into the Dark series. On okay, Hulu. so for those of you that don't know, for those of you that don't know what Into the, Into the Dark is, it's a horror anthology series that's done by Blumhouse. It's available on Hulu, and each movie is based on a certain theme or a certain holiday, just depending on you know the month that it gets released. And yeah. so, um, we saw the February edition, which is my, called My Valentine, and that re- it re- revolves around a pop singer's a pop singer who who gets her identity stolen by her ex boyfriend slash manager, and he takes all of her identity, like her music, her look, everything, and put like. Transition. He he basically gives it to his new current girlfriend, and so you know she, they're they're basically locked in a, like some kind of concert venue, and then you know people start getting killed off one by one, and it's yeah like it, like I don't know do you know who who Poppy who Poppy is? She's apparently she's some kind of like pop, some pop star. I actually tried to look information on that, but I could not find anything that was related to it. Um, I did find a few articles about, like, her having some situation with some other, um, I guess, YouTuber or something, but, um, I Yeah, it's Mars, it's Mars Argo, and then, 
it's basically the same situation that's happening in the movie, I guess. Um, Mar- I guess Mars Argo was ripping off some of Poppy's, um, I think, it, well, I don't know, like basically stealing her content. And mm-hmm. it was actually the boyfriend that was feeding her the information. Okay. So it was basically the same thing in, in the movie. I, to me, I did not like that movie or that, that, uh, one of those movies from that series. Um, it was weird. I didn't get it. I didn't see any of the fright in it. Um, I've seen some of the previous ones and those are, they're good. I like some of those movies that they've come out with. It's a really interesting little series that I came across one day, um, when I got Hulu. Not everybody has Hulu. Most people have either Netflix or Amazon Prime. Um, and when I came across it, it was because I had actually seen one of their episodes about, um, oh gosh, I forgot what it was, but it was pretty much coming to America. We will review it. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. And after that, I just like started watching every single one. Um, and it had been a while since I seen some, but then I ended up having to watch this episode because Marty was like, oh, you got to watch it. This one's a really good one. Um, because I it heard looked, this in this. Well, it, it looked good in the trailer. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was weird. I feel like it was more like angry girl trying more cat teen, fight. More, more teen drama. It was yeah, teen it drama was, thriller. yeah, pretty much. It was teen drama. Teen, teen drama. <laughs> but I didn't like it. I I feel like the other ones that they've made are more interesting than this one. Um, and so I don't know. Like I don't know. I didn't like it, Marty. <laughs> Maybe we should yeah, start reviewing from the beginning. Great. Huh? It wasn't great. It wasn't great. I mean, like, the only thing that I liked was the color palette that you was using in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of reminded me of another movie called Neon Demon. Which oh, is, yeah. Well, I think, it's, I guess it's kind of similar just in the world of just, like, the industry. Because this one's about pop music, uh, pop stars and the other one's about models just, like, you know, going at it, having little feuds. So yeah. that's what it kind of re- reminded me of. But other than that, I just didn't think this was necessarily a horror film no um maybe this would have worked out if this was just you know your typical teen drama but as a horror film no i can kind of see a little bit of like slasher in it a little bit but i feel like it was more teen drama it wasn't that Mm -hmm. great so maybe we should just start from the beginning (laughs) because we kind of started at this one and i've seen the other ones but marty hasn't uh, so, yeah, but we'll see. I didn't like it personally, so we have to, for next episode, we'll probably start with the other ones um, and see how Marty enjoys them because he's very nitpicky about everything. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so we actually wanted to start on a new category um for next episode so we're gonna start reviewing um shows um horror shows slasher shows etc etc um since it's been really hard for us right now to go to the movie theater because of what's going on with the COVID 19 as everybody knows um they've canceled a lot of movies that me and marty were looking forward to going and watching so we're gonna kind of hold on on movies right now 
well, the new ones, obviously. Yeah. Until the movie until theater. This is over with. Yeah, until the movie companies, I mean, let us know if they're going to either stream them online and we pay or they're just going to wait until all this pretty much settles down and we can go watch these movies. But we will be catching up on horror movies on Netflix, Hulu. So if you guys have any recommendations, send them on to our Instagram, email, Twitter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) just let us know we're gonna try to get through them all um as i'm going to school online right now and my uh graduation got postponed so i'll have a lot of time on my hands yeah um a lot of things got canceled for me and i know a lot of people had way more Mm -hmm. other important things get canceled and right now it's a difficult time but um yeah i was planning on taking some courses i was planning on taking some courses yeah um during the summer too but Mm -hmm. of course you know they're all canceled so now i'm just like okay well i guess i'll wait until fall yeah um for me um all my classes are online originally they were anyways but i had a few friends going in person and all their classes are online now um it's kind of hard to do homework because sometimes some of my teachers don't post the the videos and I'm like um what was that what were we learning (laughs) but um as Marty knows this was my and I had mentioned it on our Instagram this is actually my last semester and I was going to be graduating this May unfortunately that got postponed and I don't know if they're going to have a ceremony for us later on in some other time realm whatever um and then the other sad thing that i was very 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 excited about and looking forward to was my trip to europe and i got canceled as well um i'm really sad so but i know there's other people that had way more important things got like getting canceled so i don't know what's gonna happen i don't like this stay at home thing i'm an i'm an introvert anyways but like this is kind of killing me a little bit inside. Me too. I mean, it's like before this, we, we would we, we stayed home because that was our choice, but now we're being forced to. I know. It, 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 it sucks, but I mean, I just want everybody to stay safe anyway. So y'all know every guideline they've been throwing at us. So I don't think I have to repeat it. This is practice self quarantine. <laughs> this is meant to make you guys happy and I don't know, bring some horror and joy into your life. I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Hopefully by June, <laughs> this will all be. Hopefully by June, this will all be done. And you know, know. if that happens, he's gonna come, actually gonna come visit California again, which Yay. means we'll be able to do more podcasts. We'll be able yes. to do more horror related stuff because unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of like a lot of the conventions got postponed, and then there's a lot of horror stuff in LA. But yeah. since we're on lockdown, well, we're not on, technically we're not on lockdown, but it's self quarantine. So yeah. right now is not it's not a good idea to go to to go to LA yeah. with the whole well, situation me, going on. So we're hopefully going. I don't know if it's the same for y'all, but like for us, they're doing the stay at home, so only come out for like essentials or for work if they haven't given you time off, which they haven't done for my husband. Um, he still has to go to work, um, so um, he can only he's the only one that can pretty much leave the house right now 
or if I have to leave, it's just for essentials. But um, mm-hmm. it is pretty scary because we actually did have one case here in this little small town that I live in. Um, but thankfully, that person recognized the symptoms right off the bat and went to the hospital and was uh, flown to the nearest biggest hospital that we have here. So um, if y'all have symptoms, just you know, try to go to the doctor as soon as possible. And I know they're saying they're not testing everybody, but, you know, just stay safe and try to self-quarantine pretty much. Um, I don't know how that's working out. I was in Dallas for a bit, for quite a while when all that was happening. And Dallas was pretty much hit with a few cases when I was there. So, um, thankfully I haven't noticed anything and we've been, keeping ourselves clean you know we're not we're not spraying (laughs) ourselves with lysol though um and um that's one thing that i was scared of because like when we actually came out here there's like no toilet paper there's no clorox wipes there's no um hand sanitizer um people really took this as it's the end of the world so y'all if y'all see a bunch of packs of toilet paper don't buy it all because there's people who are literally like 70 to 80 years old that need that and don't be buying all the baby wipes babies need that you jerks i like i'm not trying to be your guys's mom but as a mom like you think about stuff like that and i have my grandma is like 80 years old you know almost 90 and y'all are being little hoarders and it's kind of messed up i'm kind of glad they kind of passed a law where they're gonna start like finding people for that because it's getting ridiculous but anyways enough with the covid19 because i'm pretty sure you've heard it all we (laughs) are waiting for your guys's paranormal experiences so send them our way so don't forget about that but yes and always, and always check our twitter and instagram and it goes under what what nightmares are made of yes on both twitter and insta and don't forget okay. about marty's insta what is your insta mr marty everyone's favorite gorehound for more horror content and for all you history majors you can always cap you can always head over to t's instagram which is captured in time underscore um with two e's at the end also we are gonna be planning uh instagram live tomorrow saturday for all of you little um People who have lost track of days. It's uh, Saturday, March 24th, I think. I've lost track. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm like a week late. I'm so sorry. It's actually going to be March 28th, not 24th. Um, Wow. I I was trying to be mean to everybody else, but I actually did it to myself. Um, So we're going to do an Instagram live if you guys want to jump in there and stuff and just we're going to talk about horror whatever and also because I miss Marty he can't come and visit me like he was planning for my graduation so we might as well just do Instagram live and talk about horror so if you guys want to jump on there we're going to be jumping on there around what like 10 p.m. I don't even know (laughs) what time we said. MPM good. Yeah, so it'll be 10 p.m. Pacific time, and 
I don't know about you East Coast people, but Mountain Time, that's going to be 11 p.m. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know Mountain Time, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marty. But anyways, thank you for listening. Our episodes will be posted. We'll try. We'll try to have them posted once a month. Because we don't know what's going to happen. So we'll just keep it at once a month. But if we can, just keep us, um, you know, follow us on our social media. And we'll be posting stuff. Yeah. So follow us on our social media. um, And let the horror begin in your nightmares. This is T. And this is Marty. And then we have Demon Dog. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night and stay safe. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Keep your hygiene. All right. Bye. You know. Bye. Bye.